0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, good
1: morning from the windy but beautiful sunny Black Hills of south dakota i'm father brian christensen hosting real presence live and i have my co-host with me this morning karen Gibis. good morning karen
0: good morning what a beautiful day and what a wonderful interview we just had
1: yeah i no, it was great to be with susan consecrated virginity is a special uh special vocation in the life of the church and uh and she is a great model of prayerfulness and support for uh for the diocese for our bishop um, and especially for our priests through prayer so we're very grateful for that um Karen, you brought you came bearing gifts this morning. like This was like the epiphany or something like that. You're like one of the right. wise women wise coming Wimer. from afar.
0: Isn't it that they would bring casserole? But
1: casserole. It's not casserole this morning. I supplied the coffee.
0: I supplied the donuts. And
1: you supplied the donuts all the way from Sturgis, South Wh- Dakota. What a duo we Impor- make. <laughs> <laughs> imported here. <laughs> imported donuts. So, no, this morning now here on Real Presence Live, uh, I'm here with uh, Monsignor uh, Michael Wooster. Good morning, Monsignor Mike. Hey, good morning, Father Ryan. Thanks. Thanks for coming and down, Karen, Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, Monsignor mm-hmm. is the pastor up at uh, um, Spearfish at uh, St. Joseph's. Got the year St. Joseph going on, and also at St. Paul's in Bellefouche. Um and also the Newman Center there at the campus of Black Hills State uh, University. So we really want to focus this morning a little bit upon um, upon the ministry there at the Newman Center uh, and uh, and what's been going on there. So uh, first of all, how are you doing
0: these days? Through, how am I doing? Uh, yeah,
1: how are you doing? Through well, the I, challenges I, of, yeah,
0: I think my parishioners know and a lot of people in the diocese know I kind of uh, went through the COVID thing. Okay. Uh, and uh, I was one of the fortunate ones, had mild symptoms and recovered uh, quickly. And so thanks I'm pretty much back 100%. Yeah, yeah thank the Lord for, for that. Right. right.
1: Yeah, no, know uh, we've had a few of our priests that uh, have gone through the cycle so far and come out the other side. Yeah. Um, we got our first priest uh, began his vaccinations yesterday. So Because uh, mm-hmm. um, he's over over there at the at the hospital every single day. Oh, wow. Uh, three or four days uh, at uh, Monument Health uh, helping out our COVID patients. So uh, we're starting on that deal. Um, tell us a little bit about the um, the, the ministry at the Newman Center. Um, what is going on up there today um, up at the Black Hills State University Newman Center? Yeah,
0: thank you. Uh, first of all, it's nice to be back with the Real Presence Radio again and, and uh, speak to the listeners. Uh, the Lord's blessing to everybody that's with us today. Uh, but, you know, Father Brian, if I may, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get myself focused, because this is a little bit of a nostalgic experience now, because I'm sitting here with you in the office I used to have here at the cathedral many years ago, when you were my... Young, enthusiastic associate. No, that's right. We're
1: in the very same office, which has now been passed down to the new pastor 21 years later <laughs> after, after we were together. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Life is interesting. You know, oh what no, goes around it, comes around. It but
1: really is. It really is. <laughs> anyway,
0: so it's a joy and a special way to be with you this morning. Uh, yes. Uh, and of course, uh, Father Brian and his team here, they have also the Newman Center at School of Mines in Rapid City. And we're on our third year uh, for the Newman Center at Black Hills State University, and uh, this year uh, is very interesting and very different with the way we we do ministry. But uh, first of all, to kind of speak about you know why I'm excited about ministering to our young people at the campus, um, you know one of the mo- the motto we had for the fundraising campaign to build the Newman Center a few years ago. Uh, was creating a a spiritual home away from home for our students. We know that college years, uh, college age, you know, is a critical time for our young people to take the formation they receive from their parents, from their pastors, um, coming out of their home communities or home parishes and everything, and, and really in a very new way striking out on their own. And so... Our goal, of course, is to continue what their parents and pastors have begun in their home communities to create for them a spiritual home away from home.
1: Now, you mentioned just uh, there at the beginning that this is just the third year of the Newman Center itself, the new building. Yes. Because you've been doing Newman Center ministry for many years up there. Oh, yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes, we had a small Newman Center. uh, My predecessor, Father Tim, you know, worked really hard, as did uh, Father Kerry Prendeville. Yeah, we had a tiny house uh, right at the edge of the campus of St. Joseph's Church. It was about a mile away uh, from the university. And um, very tiny. Our dining room can handle about 18 kids, sure. students. And uh, chapel could handle another... Maybe 15. So it was very limited. Um, so we were really excited to be successful in our campaign to create a beautiful new building right at the edge of the campus. Right at Hills. the edge
1: of the campus is where the new building is. That's right next to the desc- welcome. Y- Inside, but before yeah. we go to a little bit of the ministry, just describe the building itself. Like, I mean, it is really a beautiful and a, a multi purpose kind of. Um, communal life that's there at the at the campus oh, or thank the, Newman, me, yeah. the Newman Center there.
0: Oh yeah, we have. Uh, First
1: of all, is there a name to the Newman Center itself? It's or?
0: it's uh, it's called Black Hill State University Newman, Newman Center. Center is the official name. Okay, right. and the
1: chapel has a name. And the chapel,
0: Our Lady of Good Counsel. Oh, Lady of Good Counsel. Okay, uh, which is really beautiful. We have uh, stained glass windows and mosaics, and uh, uh, it, it's just a wonderful chapel. Uh, conceit um, It's still modest, of course. Uh, conceit probably. A hundred students, maybe a few more. Okay. Um, uh, but yes, on that main floor, the entryway, you come in, and there's uh, kind of a view right into the chapel itself. And then we have our offices on that floor, the chaplain's office, and uh, student leader offices, and those kinds of things, a conference room. Uh, downstairs, we have a really nice hall, if you will, um, Cardinal Newman Hall, uh, that can handle about 150 people for conferences and things like that. Uh, study rooms, um, recreation room, TV room, the ping pong, and all those kinds of things on that lower level. And then upstairs, we have a small apartment uh, where currently our campus minister, uh, Hannah Lucina, is is living. So she lives right... Right, So the campus minister lives right there within the community. um, Right there in the community, right in the heart of the building. And... um, uh, and then there's also two uh, double size dorm rooms on that level, and so we have four students that live there. It's kind of a work study program. They live there free of charge, but in return they uh, offer cleaning and maintenance and outdoor maintenance as well for the for, for the facility.
1: Okay, if I if I was just to kind of drive by and walk into the Black Hills, you know, uh, Newman Center there in Spearfish. What's going on during the days there?
0: I mean, what, who would I meet? Kids, you know, students coming in and out, or what's going on there? What would I? Oh yeah, any time of the day, you can come in and find the kids. We have we have a reception station there, and we uh, the students take turns kind of manning that and uh, being offering hospitality and welcoming for students to come in at the campus. But yeah, they come in. You can find them hanging out in our. Our entrance area. We have a fireplace there. That was one of the things that the students asked for when we did the buildings. We have a nice fireplace, a nice gathering area, and they'll hang out, visit. Uh, they can go down to the formal study rooms, or they can, you know, hook up on the on the Wi-Fi and do their homework, whatever. So any time of the day, you'll find students kind of coming in and out, um, and especially this year, I think is important because, uh, you know, the campus, as is true, I think for all the campuses in South Dakota you know, they're kind of shut down to some extent, uh, limited space, limited gatherings, and so the Newman Center provides a nice place for them during the day. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. What um, You know, you have focused missionaries. uh,
1: You had focused missionaries on the campus now. Um, That's changed because some of the challenges with finances, I guess, um, and ministry. What is it, what's it? What's the way in which you are meeting those needs of our students on the campus for their spiritual growth,
0: their catechesis? Um, because it sounds like you have a beautiful communal life. Yes, indeed. Uh, we had the good fortune of having, having the uh, Focus Missionaries for two years. We uh, still desire and hope to have them back. But, yeah, some financial constraints uh, sort of dictated that we go to a campus ministry model. So I mentioned Hannah Lucina's name. So she just came on with us this year. Uh, She's a great theology graduate out of St. Mary's University uh, Where you and I spent some time in the seminary Um, And uh, so she's just getting started and has a lot of enthusiasm really a wonderful young lady Uh, But then also at St. Joseph's Church in St. Paul's we have uh, A new uh, director of faith formation by the name of Andrew Groutman. And Andrew brings seven years of focus experience he was a not only focused missionary but a focus missionary team leader for okay. many many years yeah that's great background right and so we kind of have a, a bit of a team with Andrew and uh, Hannah you know and of course she uh, tends to focus on the formation of the young ladies and then Andrew has a great you know presence with the young men. Uh, so we're in a campus ministry model Uh, It's more limited personnel-wise than having a team of four focused missionaries, Um, but we continue to do kind of the fundamental activities of religious education and formation and, and and encouraging the students, you know, to learn how to be good, not only good disciples, but good witnesses of the faith mm-hmm. at the campus. Well, you uh, you talked about it a little bit earlier,
1: just the challenges of this year, you know, that we've all been through, through uh, COVID-19 uh, and um, the challenges with the education on the, the university campus, but also for ministry. Um, what have been some of the challenges that you and your team have faced up there at the Black Hills uh, State University Newman Center
0: yes we we try to be good citizens in collaboration with the university and the personnel and uh, respect and adhere to their guidelines and of course they are radically limiting you know the kinds of student gatherings that you can have so the primary challenge has made it more difficult for us and for our student leaders uh, to do the invitation uh, the evangelization the the inviting in of other Mm -hmm. students activities because we're not supposed to be having these huge gatherings anymore so um, so that has been been a challenge in terms of the way we try and evangelize and have a Christian Catholic presence on the campus Uh, we can do it but it's in a much more limited way Uh, so what we do has we continue to have our activities uh, within our building But some of those great activities are attractive to young people like the the annual spring dance that we had we didn't have that last Mm -hmm. spring we can't have it this year or we have a hundred hundred fifty kids you know present at that um so the gatherings are much smaller and then what we do is is we continue our formation programs for the students who do voluntarily come to us we've got a strong student leadership and there are others who are plugging in Through their invitation So we have a number of Bible studies That are going on um, You know, both for men and women And some of them are co-ed um, We have a, a fireside chat Where the, uh, the chaplains sort of present Some sort of topic after a meal You know, on the faith And conversations like that um, We continue, we haven't uh, We continue to keep our regimen Of confessions and masses And Eucharistic adoration and all the all the usual things we're doing. So liturgically, uh, teaching-wise, we're kind of continuing what we have been doing, but. The activities are the bigger <laughs> events are kind the of bigger events on now the side for now, yeah, and, yeah, and that's yeah. how you kind of get the the broader student
1: body, right? So, yeah, come with me to come with me to the spring dance, and oh, there's a Newman Center here, you know, there's a yeah, chapel here, exactly. Wow, these people are pretty pretty amazing. So especially as you say, that whole idea of making a home away from home uh, sounds like it's been very successful as part of your vision and, and mission. And um, when we come back from the break, we'll continue our conversation with my senior Michael wooster from uh, saint joseph's and saint paul's and also the newman center up in spearfish this is father brian christensen i'm with karen gibis we're here from Rapid City, south dakota on real presence live we'll see you
0: after the break this is real presence live where the focus is not on the evil around us but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good we're local engaging and live on the real presence radio network
1: Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. I would say um, where Catholic Radio has played a pretty important role in my faith is I'm a scientist, so I I think of everything kind of in knowledge and intellectual terms. So Catholic Answers helped a lot, because I might have some questions, or there was a lot that I wasn't aware of, and it always seems like the caller's questions were just timed perfectly for whatever I was wondering about or had questions about. So I was able to learn kind of piece by piece and, and build. And now with kids, i really like to hear Dr. Ray's show with all the little discipline tips because he makes it so simple. Yes. Um.
0: I think for me, you know, the history has, has been really interesting. You know, I grew up Catholic and we went to Sunday school and, and religious education, but you can always learn more and there's just, you know, there's only so much that you can learn. I mean, when you're just going once a week to religious
1: education. So for me, it's just been really interesting to learn,
0: you know, why do we do this or where did this come from or, you know, or to be able to answer questions when people have them.
1: I think that's been the biggest help. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701- 347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
1: Good Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Christensen, pastor here at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, and we are broadcasting high above the Cathedral here on Cathedral Drive in Rapid City, South Dakota, and I'm joined this morning. Uh, by Monsignor uh, Michael Wooster, who is the pastor of St. Joseph's and Spearfish, St. Paul's and Belfouche, and also um, oversees the ministry and the good work that's being done on the campus uh, of Black Hill State University and Spearfish through the Newman Center, and their great team of, of students and um, uh, team members that are part of that. Monsignor, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I, as we were talking a little bit, I just wanted to uh, ask you about... Um, you know, from the time that you uh, have been pastor here in Rapid City at the Cathedral and overseeing the Newman Center here in those days, um, and now your time up in spearfish you've you 've demonstrated a great passion for for youth ministry and for campus ministry can you Can you
0: t- kind of talk about what motivates you and what what kind of uh, guides you in yeah, thank you thank you and uh, once again, good day to your listeners uh, those are maybe just t- tuning in. Uh, Yeah, passion. I guess my ministry to college students is perhaps could be uh, articulated as a passion within a passion, meaning, you know, that my passion as a priest has been to really share the goodness, the power, you know, the mercy of Almighty God. You know, and, and you know, that Christ gave his life for us to take away sin. But it's much more than that. It's put us on a mission to, to bring his love and his grace to the world. And, um, you know, and, of course, we priests, we, uh, we have that passion in everything that we do, in all of our ministries. Um, but, you know, for college students, um, there's a there's a special passion, I guess I would say, because of the way the world is today uh i'm getting to be an old priest now i'm a senior priest in diocese uh i'm supposed to be retired yeah. you know <laughs>
1: there's no retirement for priests you know and i don't father. know what's, you know these young
0: guys are not getting anyone to replace me you know so <laughs>
1: we're working on it, yeah, we're
0: working <laughs> on it. <laughs> you know so here i am uh going on uh, my 40th year praise uh, god for, yeah <laughs> praise, praise god, god for that you know and um Many 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 blessings. But, but you know, given that age, I remember uh, being in this cathedral building uh, after mass one day when Monsignor O'Connell from our diocese in January of 1973 uh, came in and put a hard copy of something in my hand, He said, "Michael, uh, read this. This is before I, uh, about a year before I went to seminary and was teaching religious education here as a layperson at mm-hmm. the cathedral." He said, read this. And it was the decision of the Supreme Court on Roe versus Wade. He said, read this. Tell me what you think about it. And even as a, you know, a non seminarian at that time, without the philosophical formation, theological formation we embark upon, you know, it was so clear to me in uh, the decision of the judges and the language and, and the falsehoods that were there that I remember thinking our country is in trouble. Mm. Some, something happened with that, that seminal moment that uh, changed things in America. And, of course, we know kind of all the things that sort of followed upon that. You know, uh, Paul VI's encyclical, Yumani Vitae, turned about to be so very prophetic. So I guess where I'm going with that is is that, you know, I, 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 I feel for parents. I feel for our young people today. Uh, when I grew up... Um, and of course, we know we don 't establish a state religion in, in the United States of America, but our cultures and our, our values in the culture cert- certainly has been strongly shaped by that over two hundred years and um, but but it 's not true anymore it 's not true um, uh, the world in which we live is more and more unfriendly uh, to christianity um, and and so that 's a challenge for parents it 's a challenge for our youth it 's a challenge for our young people and so Newman Ministry fits right into that kind of philosophy that I have that is even more important today than it ever has been. Um, I mean, I, 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 wish, I wish we could have a Newman Center, you know, in every educational institution across the United States. Right. And it's needed. And I, you know, the listeners out there, if, if you have one in your community, you're, you're blessed and you're fortunate. If you don't, you know, support your pastors and church leadership if they're trying to do that because um, our young people... Need that kind of service and formation in the faith because you know, handling the challenges of society today are much different from the way it used to be. Yeah, no, you bring up a great point. I
1: mean, I think, and it probably touched uh, a lot of our listeners who, who have young adults whose uh, children are out at college. I um, mean, we know that a lot of our, of our young people wander away from the faith. Yes. During their college years, you know, yes. um, just the the society that we live in, their search for their own self identity, the different sociological issues and cultural issues that are going on, but also just their their development, uh, and and to hear that the church. spearfish and here in western south dakota and and really across the state of south dakota and i would say in many places in our listening area across real presence radio there's the church is working to to meet their students their children um in the college years and the young adult years with solid um, um hopeful informative inspiring uh ministry for their for their children so that they don't There is an option for them and and that 's what I would encourage i guess and I'm sure you would join me in saying to all of our listeners uh, that um just about every campus that I can think of across our listening area has Newman Center ministry or some kind of campus ministry going on on it, and to encourage our our young people to to connect there and when the family goes there, mm-hmm. find the Newman Center chapel find yes. the Find the campus minister. Find the Catholic priest who's involved there. Find that community and introduce your, your young person, your child, your nephew, your grandson uh, to yes. that. So, do you find that you uh, have some yeah. contact with families or um, over the years here who,
0: who students are part of your campus ministry program? Um, well, I'm not sure if the question is exactly, or my answer is exactly to that. But, I mean, one thing that's interesting that some of my best leaders... Um, in parishes over the years and true in my current assignment have been um, lay leaders in the parish who have come through Newman experience and Newman programs you know, um, so I mean, I mean it's, uh, we kind of say the same thing about going to the seminary we, yeah. we know that young, a lot of young men who go to the seminary may not be ordained but it changes their lives you know it 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 shapes them for service uh to family and church uh and and the world you know the future and and Newman's like that you know you know whatever experience they have in the Newman, they take that with them uh whatever their vocations might be. Um, and, and it's just a tremendous gift. I love hearing some of the stories.
1: I was just thinking, as you were saying some of those things about how formative the the participation in the Catholic community at colleges through Newman Centers. Um, I was just thinking of several couples who, um, when I visit with them and ask them how they met, they say, oh, I met my wife at the Newman yes. Center. I met yeah. my husband at the <laughs> Newman <laughs> right. Center. Like, wow, at the University you know, of Wyoming or down at Lincoln or you know maybe here uh, in Spearfish or whatever it might be. I met my spouse at the Newman Center, you know, yeah. so, so yeah. yeah, yeah, if there's anything um, less than Jesus Christ that motivates you to go to church on Sunday, <laughs> maybe it might be for
0: a beautiful young woman uh, who loves <laughs> Jesus and her church, so, so, uh, that's yeah, yes, yes, right, I, I, I mean,
1: I, come on, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I think we've celebrated, I think, three, four, uh, weddings in the chapel at the Newman Center already. We've been open two and a half years. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, wow, you know. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. And then, then we've had, uh, you know, we've had from uh, Spearfish area or either area or extended area, but they attended. Uh, Black Hill State had connection with Newman. I think we've had four seminarians, you know, to give a shot at priesthood, you know, kind of thing. Kind of come out of that community, come out of that experience. the experience. That's true down here in Rapid City as well, you know. So I mean, I mean, it works. It just yeah, works. no, it
1: does work. So yeah, all of you listening out there, one of the key min- ministry in the life of the church here in our our across across the United States, but certainly here in our listening area is, is our Newman centers that are working hard to reach out, invite, and encourage. Uh, our Young people to, to either develop their relationship with Christ, renew their faith with Christ, um, or begin their walk with Christ uh, in these years that are so challenging, you know, during their, these, uh, these college years. Um, Monsignor, as you look to the future, right? Yeah, we put 2020 yes. in the rearview mirror, but we yeah. still are living in the pandemic and all of its challenges and all of its um, hardships. What What are your hopes
0: and visions for for the Newman Center and your ministry as you go forward here? Well, obviously, you know, in in my mind, you know, the the vision I have in my heart is, I mean, I I, I would love to see five years from now in Black Hill State, you know, that we've got, you know, two hundred two hundred students you know taking advantage of what it is that we offer there mm. and and you know i think ministry is like you know the proverbial snowball you know once it starts rolling once it gets uh-huh. bigger and bigger it, it it builds upon itself you know so so that's what i would love to see Maybe, maybe when I really am retired. <laughs> I hope it's before then. Uh, you know. And by the way, for the listeners' sake, we priests don't really retire. What retirement for us means is that we humbly say to our bishops, "Say, I don't think I could be a pastor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could do all those meetings, all that administrative work. But, you know, we'll have out the hospital. We'll do confessions, do sure. retreats. Sure. We'll, uh, but anyway, so, yeah, I hope hope to live long enough to, to see that dream come true to Black Hill State, but also here in Rapid City a School of Mines. Well, uh, thank you, Monsignor, one, for your example
1: and your faithfulness, mm-hmm. uh, both to the th- to Christ, to the church, your example to all of us as priests here in Western South Dakota, as a faithful servant and someone uh, that we really would, uh, we admire and uh, we respect greatly. And so thank Um, you for your service as a priesthood and your model. And also, especially today, as we talked about the uh, Newman Center and Spearfish, uh, great, great things have happened over the years amen um, amen from your predecessors and under your watchful eye and your pastoral care and your passion for these young people but uh, we look forward for great things in the future so god bless you enjoy thank you. and uh, we'll be in touch again
0: soon thank you and god bless the listeners all right. real presence all right <laughs>
1: well great we'll be back after this break uh, to talk about uh, continued newman center ministry campus ministry here in rapid city south dakota join us back here soon